This is great to be back with this episode of AIM Infocast. In this episode, we take a close look at the development of additive manufacturing in the ASEAN region in conversation with Lim Munchun, who leads the Southeast Asia and Australia New Zealand regions for materialize. Munchun addresses the key challenges which need to be overcome for faster adoption of additive manufacturing. We discuss key steps for organizations to take to adopt AM in this region and peer into the crystal ball to look at what the future for AM looks like in the ASEAN region. So do tune in to this episode. Welcome Munchun to AM Infocast. Great to have you here to talk about the active manufacturing uh, scenario in the ASEAN region. Nice to meet you. Great. So uh, you have been in this industry for about seven to eight years. Uh, you know, how has your AM journey been and you know, what are the key milestones? I think it will be good to start with that. Um, the journey has been uh, fascinating so far for the uh, past uh, seven years, I'll say. Um, during the years, I uh, had the chance to actually witness the uh, development of uh, additive manufacturing in the region. And um, back then, when I first stepped into the um, AM industry, it was the uh, year where the uh, additive manufacturing starts to get a lot of tractions uh, due to the expiry of patents in the FDM, uh, although we know that the technology do exist long before that. Um, but it was the time where a lot of people or organizations starts to know about additive manufacturing or more common term of 3D printing. And back then, I recall that the mindset of people um, think about additive manufacturing or 3D printing itself is that it is a technology that has the potential to revolutionize um, the way we make uh, almost everything. Um, I'm not saying that it's not true, but back then, uh, people are actually expecting that the technology can actually print uh, everything. Um, there's even a mention about putting uh, a 3D printers in every household, and we can simply just download or buy the CAD models through a community platform and print whatever that we want. Um, that's the, the time where you see a lot of entry levels uh, FDM in the market and a lot of uh, new companies are jumping into this opportunity and to develop uh, new 3D printers. But soon after that, people do realize that it is not the ideal case to print everything um, due to the various reasons such as like um, the appearance of uh, 3D printing, uh, the type of material and etc. And uh, people start to think that all this was just a hype that was actually created. And in the year of around 2016 to 2019, the industry, I would say, for this region is going through an adjustment. And those that was actually involved in um, developing the entry-level FDM machines are uh, observed to be slowly gone, having realized that the opportunity is lesser and lesser. And those who are believed in the revol revolutions do stay on. And uh, it was a rather silent years, but something was actually uh, growing back then. Um, the industry are actually redefining the directions uh, from 3D printing that can print everything into a more application-driven uh, kind of approach. That's the time where you see a lot of collaboration that's happening in the market, um, the material and the technology advancement, the open system approach, and et cetera. And around in the year of 2019, um, this is where the additive manufacturing is gaining momentum again, particularly in the industrial area, and it's actually transitioning from the hype uh, back, in, back then into something that is more tangible, something that's more um, application-driven. 
It is also the year uh, where we do see the metal additive manufacturing starts to get more traction and um, interest. And a couple of people are looking into uh, application that is possible with the additive manufacturing itself. I would say that it is a slow but revolutionary journey and I'm excited to see how it develops um, in the year ahead. Yeah, so that's great to know about how kind of journey has evolved for you in this space. But what we've seen, uh, which, is, which is common for a lot of countries here in our region, is that uh, additive manufacturing has been slow to pick up in the ASEAN region. Uh, what is your opinion on this? Um, it's, a, it's a good question. In my own personal view, I'll say that generally it's about the uh, awareness of the technology and also uh, coupled with the initiative uh, driven by each of the countries uh, in the region. If you look at in the ASEAN uh, regions, I'll say that the regions is split into um, three different categories when it comes to uh, AM adoption. You have a more uh, AM uh, developed countries like Singapore. And the second of it is uh, more towards the uh, AM developing countries like as in, in Malaysia, Thailand and Vietnam. And the third, it will be the uh, AM emerging country like the Indonesia's and the Philippines. The rest of it, I'll say that it is still in a very early or nascent stage. And generally, the awareness of AM is rather low in uh, overall in this region itself. They might know what additive manufacturing or 3D printing is, but when it comes to the value proposition and the usage of the technology itself, um, I think this is where we are lacking in this region. Um, most of the people will think that AM itself is uh, just for prototyping purpose and also uh, maybe in creating some of the modeling kind of purposes. And this is where the initiative for each of the country is actually important to create more awareness and to create an a AM ecosystem so that it can actually help to nurture the industry moving forward. And one good example to look into is in a country like Singapore. The Singapore government itself has identified uh, additive manufacturing as one of the key technologies to help uh, the country to move up the value chain and has rolled out various initiatives to create the AM ecosystems um, in the country. And starting from the academia to nurture the future talent to the uh, industrial academia collaboration, um, setting up innovation center to create pathway for the industry to uh, access to the technology setting up research consortiums, standardization, and et cetera. And hence, that's where Singapore is now leading the way in the ASEAN region. But where else in other countries in the region, there's actually a limited initiative and hence slow pickup uh, that, that you mentioned just now. And without the ecosystem that's being formed, um, it is a challenge and a steep uh, learning curve for the industry to adopt the technologies itself. Yeah, that, that's very interesting and I agree with you that there are uh, local policies needed by the governments and the policymakers to advance additive manufacturing. Yes, we've seen, as you mentioned with Singapore, uh, countries like India also now slowly gearing up to have national policies. And I'm sure other countries in the Asian region are also looking at the same approach. Uh, but according to you, what are the key challenges for faster adoption of additive manufacturing in the Asian region? I think you've given a good background in your last uh, response but what's the key challenges according to you yeah i'll say that the the key challenges um in in the in the asean region is that is the mindset of 
um, producing it with additive manufacturing um, rather than uh, you know traditional manufacturing. And it does goes back to the awareness of the technology which I uh, mentioned earlier on um, just now. So majority of the um, manufacturing um, activities here are involving manufacturers for others and often the um, challenges heard are the customer acceptance of the additive manufactured parts. And this has actually hindered some uh, adoption of additive manufacturing away due to the lack of awareness and hence the acceptances of the additive manufacturer's parts. Another challenge that comes along is the opportunity spotting and uh, design it for additive manufacturing mindset. I see that is still lacking here in the region um, due to the gaps in the uh, ecosystem itself. Well, generally the region is manufacturing things in a mass volume and hence they were actually competed with the additive manufacturing way of uh, manufacturing with the mindset of traditional manufacturing. And this is where the, the AM technology will not excel at, as it is a different manufacturing techniques and also a different value proposition. Instead, we can look into other area of opportunity where additive manufacturing can excel for instances, uh, high mix, low volume products, or perhaps in a process improvement um, where additive manufacturing can improve the performance of manufacturing by reducing the um, downtime associated uh, with it. For instance, the in-house uh, tools manufacturing, the on-demand spare parts production. And by looking into this sort of opportunity, this will help uh, uh, in turn to reduce costs and also the increase the profitability um, for the organization. I'd just like to give an examples that's happening around in our uh, Asia Pacific regions is that one of the projects that we work with in Korea, just the Hyundai Lifeboat was initially in mind where they could actually leapfrogging the current assembly and production um, by printing their boats in one go. I guess this is similar mindset where people are having into is to completely replace the traditional manufacturing into producing things at one go. But due to the large sizes and um, specific materials as involving in the lifeboat, it is actually not possible as at this juncture, but from this, we understand their main preoccupation, which is the production efficiencies. Um, we then look into their productions along the way, and we look at their process with a fresh uh, perspective, asking business and technical questions during each step and to discover why efficiencies was one of their main concerns. And upon reconvening of the detour itself, we map out every key steps in their uh, entire uh, production process to identify their main areas of inefficiencies and also determine um, the step where we knew additive manufacturing could make the biggest impact, which is in the door assembly, where we then help them to actually create three multifunctional jigs and fixtures to be used in the different steps of uh, production process. And more specifically, it is a quality inspection jig and an alignment and a positioning fixture system. Well, with this, uh, this is helping the team to actually increase their production uh, efficiencies. It is a very good example of how uh, opportunity spotting can play uh, a role in the faster adoptions of uh, AM, uh, particularly in the ASEAN region system. Bunjun, what will be the 
key steps for an organization to adopt additive manufacturing, especially in this uh, region? Um, I, I believe the collaboration is, is the keywords that we are looking at at this. And uh, without the collaboration, I think it will be a steep uh, learning curve for the organizations to uh, adopt uh, additive manufacturing. Um, the example of the Hyundai Lifeboats uh, case, which I shared uh, just now, is a perfect example. Of the organization do know they are best in their own products, but not uh, additive manufacturing. While the uh, additive manufacturing players are expert in bringing out the best of the technology. And by collaborating and co-creating with uh, each other, um, this will help the organization to embark on an AM journey uh, in a less uh, steep way itself. And it is crucial to also develop a proper uh, additive manufacturing roadmap in the earlier stage, which includes uh, determining where exactly uh, additive manufacturing could add value and which uh, application to begin with. Um, just like with any other manufacturing technology, um, developing transformative product is a rather complex process. Um, it always begins with identifying the right opportunity, going through the applied research and development to validate the feasibility of the idea, and finally moving into a certified production to materialize the initial um, business objective itself. And this, this is no different uh, for uh, additive manufacturing itself. There's actually no manual that teaches you how to integrate the additive manufacturing technology into your business. It can be... Conf confusing, risky, and also uh, overwhelming because there are so many factors to be considered and the next steps uh, aren't always uh, straightforward. Hence, I think the, 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 the keywords of collaboration between parties is actually crucial and uh, important in the faster AM adoption and especially in these regions itself. Yeah, that's, I think, an interesting points. Uh, which, which you mentioned on key challenges which need to be addressed. You know, moving on, which industries would you say have adopted additive manufacturing convincingly? And uh, is it possible you can share a few success stories in adoption of AM in the region? Yep, sure. I think primarily the major adoption of uh, additive manufacturing is happening in the academia sectors, no stranger, in, in this region. Because the academia side is actually playing an important role in uh, nurturing the future talent in uh, AM itself. But if we, if we dive into or talk about on the, in terms of industrial levels, we can see that adoptions are actually seen in, in the consumer goods like the uh, consumer appliances uh, area, um, the automotive industry, the industrial goods, and also uh, on the jewelry industry as well. I would say that the majority of the applications are of uh, prototyping at this point of time, but interest is actually seen raising uh, on other applications such as like uh, using the technologies for manufacturing AIDS production and also our uh, end use part with AM where the organization are started to evaluating opportunities where the additive manufacturing technologies can bring into just to give an example, in, in Singapore, the maritime industry is actually uh, establishing uh, local supply infrastructures for um, 3D printed spare parts in major ports to actually um, accelerate uh, the delivery and exploiting the unique capabilities of AM technology 
to make parts as no other manufacturing processes can produce. While another uh, industry that's also gaining uh, a lot of tractions in the region itself is the medical industry in the countries like um, Singapore, Malaysia, and uh, even uh, Vietnam itself. Yeah, that's, that sounds great. And I'm, I'm sure with the efforts of all of us in the industry, I'm sure many other industries will also adopt additive manufacturing in a more active and involved way. You know, what major opportunities do you see for additive manufacturing in ASEAN? And what does the future uh, look like? Yeah, well, ASEAN is already a major manufacturing hub and coupled with China is actually shifting up its value chain. Um, this could actually create an opening for the Southeast Asian uh, economies to become the next um, factories uh, of the world. While the tooling industry in the regions itself uh, remains one of the uh, major opportunities in additive manufacturing to tap into, in my own point of view, and applications such as like the uh, jigs and fixtures, um, the molding tools, are the key areas where additive manufacturing can bring more productions uh, efficiencies. Well, the others is the MRO, the maintenance, uh, repair, and overhaul industry remains attractive in the region as um, the Asia-Pacific itself is the fastest growing region in the world for the aviation uh, industry. And with the air passengers uh, traffic uh, growing rapidly and the airlines are increasing their fleet sites, the market for aircraft MRO in the region is growing rapidly and the growth is actually expected to continue in the post-COVID era itself. Uh, in my view, I believe uh, additive manufacturing can bring values in the uh, MRO sector. Um, in the recent development in GE Aviation in Singapore uh, is, is, is the first maintenance, repair and overhaul facilities worldwide that has been approved to use uh, the metal additive manufacturing for um, the commercial jet engine components uh, repair. So there's some activities that's ongoing uh, uh, in these areas. For another area, is the, it will be the uh, energy sector, um, where the operation is uh, often operate in a more remote location. Um, be, being able to use additive manufacturing to create a digital inventory and to manufacture things on demand will be beneficial for the uh, players and as costs associated uh, with the downtime is often the challenges uh, that's being faced itself. And having said that, I think the futures of additive manufacturing in ASEAN remains bright with a lot of efforts are seen uh, developing to form a complete ecosystem. And I do believe uh, additive manufacturing itself will eventually revolutionize how things are made uh, moving forward itself. That sounds great, uh, Munchun and uh... Thanks for joining us for this podcast today and sharing your insights on hands-on experience from what you've seen in the ASEAN region. And uh, we hope uh, the best for this industry to grow further. Thank you for the invitation. It's my pleasure. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of AIM Infocast powered by AIM Chronicle. Stay tuned for more interesting and insightful conversations on additive manufacturing.